Shalom to all. Today's office is Ramos Kuftez Zion. We are starting the fourth line, the second word on the line. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarah, Basar Yaakov Misha, Hernashama should have an aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Mars Freda Chayo Bela, Basar Yasuk Tzvi, Hernashama should have an aliyah. Now we conclude yesterday with Machlek as a Bayan Rava regarding a situation where a message came to town stating that a fellow with such and such a name died. Now we only know of one person with this particular name. Abai said, we still have to suspect that there's another fellow by the same name, even though we don't know about him yet. So before we allow his wife to get remarried, we need to determine with utmost certainty who actually died. Now, Rava says that there's no reason to suspect that there's another guy with the same name if we know of only one person with that name, so he's our guy. But now the Gemara tells us the opposite. There was a get that was found in Sura. The Kasabe Hachin was written the following on this get. Basura Masa, in the city of Sura, Ana, I, Ananbarchia Narda, Ananbarchia, from Narda, Patasusarchis Plainis Ansasi, I've divorced and released Plainis my wife. Now, his wife was in Besdin saying, That's my get, he gave it to me, and I lost it. And Ubatkarabana Misura Banarda, the Rabbanan checked from Sura all the way to Beloy Hava Anan Barchia Achrina, there wasn't another Anan Barchia, Lebarme Anan Barchia Mechagra, except for a guy named Anan Barchia, and he was from Chagra, Dava Narda, he happened to be currently located in Narda, but remember, the get right now is in Sura. Vasu Sadi and Adim came. And they said, That day that the get was written, from Chagra, he was with us in Narda. He couldn't have been in Sura, and therefore, this get belongs to the Anabarchia from Sura and not the Anabarchia from Narda. Now, Rabbi, he said on this case, Even according to me, that I say that usually we have to suspect for another fellow by the same name, over here, we do not have to suspect that this get came from this Anabarchia from Chagra, who was located in Narda currently. Why is that? Because the Adim said that on the day that the get was written, he was located in Narda, and on the get was written Sura. My Baba Sura. What was he doing in Sura? It must be that he wasn't in Sura. It must be it's not this Anar Barchia. It's talking about the other Anar Barchia whose wife is currently in Bezin, saying that this is my get. Now, Amar Rava, Rava says the exact opposite. Even according to me, that I'm usually not Chayshish for another person by the same name. Over here, we do have to be Chayshish that this get actually belongs to the from Chagra. Why is that? Because Dylan Bagama Parcha Azal. Perhaps he wasn't Sura on that day, and then he jumped on a flying camel, a really fast camel, or on a bullet train, or on a quick plane, and he went from Sura to Narda, and that's why he was in two places in the same day. Or in Ayabikfitsa, or perhaps he jumped. What does that mean he jumped? Perhaps he said a shame Hashem, and he transported himself instantaneously from Sura to Narda. Inami Milimasar. Or perhaps he gave over words. Perhaps he was in Narda the entire day anyway, and he just commanded his Shliach to have the get written for him, so the get was written for him in Sura, even though he wasn't in Sura, he was in Narda. And how do we know that's what's supposed to be done? Because Amrlu Rav Safri, Rav used to tell Saifrim, Vachin Amrlu Rav Huna Safri, Rav Huna also used to tell Saifrim, Kinsuchul Bashili, if you're located in Shili, Kasuva Bashili, you should write that this document, whatever document it is, was written in Shili. Afagav de Mimson Mili Bahini, even though you were told to write this document when you were in Hini. If you're in Shili, write that it was in Shili. If you're located currently in Hini, you should write that this document was written in Hini, Afagav de Mimson Mili Bashili, even though you were told to write it when you were located in Shili. And therefore, it's the same thing over here. It's very possible this fellow was in Narda, and he told these shluchim when they were in Narda they should write a get for his wife. However, they were in Sura when the get was actually written, and therefore, the name Sura was written on the get, even though the man who instructed the get to be written was in Narda the whole time. Now the Gemara asks, My Havalayu de Shumshimi, what's the psak in the case of the Shumshimin of the sesame seeds? Remember yesterday we had a scenario in which sesame seeds were deposited by someone for safekeeping, and when the owner arrived to pick them up, the fellow claimed that he already took them back, and these are different sesame seeds. So if Yemer Amar Yemar says that we do not have to suspect that original sesame seeds were switched out and that these are new ones, and therefore this person is allowed to take his sesame seeds back. Ravina Amar Chashina and Ravina says we do have to be chashish that the original sesame seeds were switched out and that these are different ones. And the halacha is that we are chashish that these are different.
different sesame seeds, therefore this fellow does not get his sesame back. That if there was fighting between him and her, they had marital discord, they did not have shalom bias when they left town, and then she comes back and she says, my husband died, we don't believe her. What does that mean that there was fighting between them? So I'm Yudam Rashmul, but Maris Gershani, when she tells her husband, divorce me, it must be that their marriage is in a really bad state if she's telling her husband to divorce her. Gemara says, that's not a raya, kulu nami amruhachi. All women will say that. At some point in time, a woman's going to get angry at her husband and she's going to lash out and say, divorce me. And that doesn't mean that they have marital discord. It doesn't mean they don't have shalom bias. That's not what the Mishnah means when it says that there's ketata, that there's fighting between them. The Gemara says, you're right. It's when she tells her husband, you did divorce me. And if she reached such a point where she claims that her husband actually divorced her, then that means that there's real fighting between them. The Gemara asks Vilahemna, so why don't we believe her that her husband divorced her? Why do we have to say that we don't believe her when she says that her husband died? We should just believe her that her husband divorced her. Midrav Hamnuna, based on what Rav Hamnuna says, Dom Rav Hamnuna, he told us, if a woman tells her husband, you divorced me already, she's believed. A woman's not going to be so brazen, she's not going to be such a machosif to her husband to say that you divorced me if he didn't divorce her. So it must be that she was divorced, so why is it that we're saying that we don't believe her to say that her husband died? Forget about her husband dying. We should just believe her that her husband divorced her. So Mara says, no, by she says, you divorced me in front of so-and-so. You divorced me in front of Reuven and Shimon. And we asked Reuven and Shimon for Amru and they said, such a thing never happened. So we proved her wrong. She obviously wasn't divorced, but clearly they're in such a state of fighting that now when she comes back and she says that her husband died, we're not going to believe her. Now the Gemara asks, my time is the Why is it when they're fighting and she says her husband died, we're not going to believe her? So Reb Chanina Amr, he says, because she's going to lie. She's straight up going to lie and say that her husband died even though he didn't. She hates her husband so much. She's more than happy to say that he died, get married to someone else, and she doesn't care if he comes back and now she becomes usher to her husband and she becomes usher to the other person. She just doesn't want to be married to her husband. Now Rashim Barashi, Amr Rashim Barashi says, that's because she's going to come back and say, my husband died, even though it's just a dimian. She thinks he died. She doesn't know for sure 100%, but since they're in the state of fighting, she's not really willing to look into it anyway, and therefore we can't be 100% certain that he died. The Gemara asked, what's the difference between these two explanations? The difference is, that's if he started the fight. He's the one that started the fighting, then we assume that she doesn't hate him to the point where she's going to outright lie that he died, even if he didn't. So that's a difference. Anybody who has the following question, if an aid echad comes, and they were in a state of fighting, but this Eid Echad says that her husband died, do we believe him? So we have to analyze, my time with Eid Echad why is Eid Echad usually believed? Is it Mishum de Milsa David Since this is something that could be revealed, if the husband's not really dead, he's going to come back and it's going to turn out that the person ended up lying. So if he says that the husband died, we're going to believe him because he doesn't want to be caught as a liar. So Hachanami Leimashaker over here as well, the Eid Echad is not going to lie. I don't know, perhaps, time with Eid Echad Mehemin, the reason why Eid Echad is believed, Mishum de Hidai is because she, when she hears that her husband died, she's going to go check into it, investigate, and really make sure that her husband died. But Vahach over here came into Issa Since they're fighting between themselves, she's not going to bother checking in to see if her husband really died. She's going to say, oh, I'm so happy he died anyway, and she's not going to even bother checking into it. So then we wouldn't be able to believe Le'ed Echad. Teiku, we're going to have to wait for Elio Navi to come and answer that. Now explain the last part of Mishnah. Rabbi Huda had said that a woman is not believed to say that her husband died unless she comes and she's crying and she has torn clothing. The Chum responds to Rabbi Huda, that's not true. Whether she's crying with torn clothing or she's not crying with torn clothing doesn't make a difference. We can still believe her. And Tanya, we have a bride. They told Rabbi Huda, according to you, only pikachas, a sharp, regular, with it woman, should be allowed to get remarried. Whereas a shaita, over here, a shaita is not referring to an actual shaita. We would call her socially challenged. She tends to walk around unkempt and will often cry in public as well. According to you, this woman shouldn't be allowed to get married because if she comes to bed and crying with torn clothing, saying that her husband died, we won't believe her because that's her standard, which she does anyway, which means that she won't ever be able to get remarried. And that doesn't make sense. Ella, rather, it doesn't make a difference if she's crying with torn clothing or not.
not, Tinasa, she's allowed to get remarried. And we have a story about this. There was a woman that came to the Bezin of Rabbi Yehuda claiming that her husband died. So Amri Law, the Dayanam of the Bezin, told her, Safdi Balech, you should start mourning your husband. Kari Manech, you should tear your clothing. Sasri Mazayach, you should undo your hair and make it all unkempt. And that way we're going to be able to pass again that you're allowed to get remarried. The Gemara asks, Alfua Shikra, we teach her to lie? Why are we teaching her a falsehood like this? So the Gemara says, No, in Hukrabanan Sfirulhu, the Dayanam of Rabbi Yehuda's Bezin, they held like the Rabbanan that she doesn't have to do any of this. But Ami, they told her to Avid Hachi, you should go about acting like this. Kihech Delishrei said he's going to allow you to get remarried. If it was up to us, so then we would allow you to get remarried even without putting on this whole show. But he's not going to allow you to get remarried unless you put on this show. So therefore, put on the show and then he'll let you get remarried. And now with this Mishnah, we continue with this theme about a woman coming to Bezin claiming that her husband died. Basil Aaron Basil says, Loishamanu, we did not hear that we're going to believe her to say that her husband died. Ella Bebamina Katsir, only if she's coming from the grain harvest, Uba Isa Medina, and in that Medina which she currently resides in. That's because of a story that happened, which we're going to see in the Gemara. And that story happened in the same Medina that she lived in and at the grain harvest. So therefore, we're only going to believe her in such a situation. Now, Amalahem Beishamah, Beishamah told Beishil, it doesn't make difference if she's coming from the grain harvest or from the olive harvest, or if she's coming from the grape harvest. It doesn't make difference if she's coming from a different Medina and she comes back to original Medina. The only reason why the Chachamim mentioned this particular case is because that's what happened. That was the situation that was. And because of this, Chazu Beis Hill, Laharisk Beishameh, Beis Hill was Chazer, they retracted their Shita and they passed in like Beishameh. Now we're going to have a Brasa with a slightly more detailed discussion between Beishameh and Beis Hillel. Amalahem Beishameh Beis Hillel, Beishameh told Beis Hillel, according to you, I would only know to believe her to say that her husband died if we're talking about a wheat harvest. How do we know to believe her if she's coming from a barley harvest? And I don't know that we're talking about a grain harvest, but Beitzer, Meisek, Geider, Eider, Minayin. What about if she comes from a harvest of grapes, olives, dates, or figs. How do we know to believe her in that situation? The particular story that happened, you're right, it did happen at the wheat harvest. It could happen at any sort of harvest. And That particular story that happened, happened in that particular Medina. But even if she comes from a different Medina, we would still believe her. Now, Hill, they would respond to that. This is before they retracted their opinion to agree to Beishamai. They would respond by saying, In that particular Medina, that there's a lot of people that are around, so she's afraid to lie because someone's going to come and they're going to check her story and say it's not true. So therefore we believe her. But if she's coming from one country to a different country, there aren't a lot of people coming from that other country, so therefore she's not afraid to lie. We can't trust her. Now, they would respond to that. Here also we could believe her even when she comes from a different country because there are shayaris, there are caravans that are coming from that other country and therefore people could corroborate her story. Now the Gemara asks the question that everyone's wondering, what exactly is the story that happened? He says, it was the end of the wheat harvest. And ten people went to go harvest wheat. A snake bit one of them, and he died. And his wife came, and she told Bezin that her husband was bitten by a snake and died. And they sent messengers to go check this out, and they found that it's true. And that time the Chalim said, If a woman says that my husband died, she's allowed to get remarried. If she says, My husband died, then we're going to say, Yibim needs to happen if she doesn't have any children and her husband has a brother. And this is the story that Beisham and Beis Hill were arguing about, Beis Hill originally had said, we can only believe her in such a particular case and no other scenarios. Beisham I said, no, we're going to believe her in all other scenarios as well. Now the Gemara suggests, Neymar Rabbi Hanani ben Akavir Rabbanon applied Beisham and Beis Hill commentically, let's in machlekes between Rabbi Hanani ben Akavir and Rabbanon is the same machlekes Beisham Beis Hill. They tell you have a brisa. Lo yisa adam mechatos ve'ever chatos. A person is not allowed to take mechatos and ever chatos. This is the water with the mixture.
mixture of the paraduma ashes or the paraduma ashes themselves. They're not allowed to take these things, the Avirim Biyadin of Asfina, and cross them across the Jordan River in a boat. And Veloy Ahmed Bitsad Zevi Yizr Katsad Acher, the person is not allowed to stand on one side of the Jordan River and throw them to the other side of the Jordan. And Veloy Yishit Al Pnei Amayim, he's not allowed to float them in a Kli on top of the Jordan River. Veloy Arkivim Loigab Mehim of Loigab Chaveroi, he's not allowed to hold them while he's riding an animal or riding on his friend's back if he's going through the river. Elam Kain Hoi Raglov Nagas Bakarka, unless his feet are touching the ground. Avol Mavir Malagasher, he is allowed to cross them across a bridge if it's going over the river. Echad Yardin Echad and this applies to whether we're talking about the Jordan River or all other rivers. Now that's a Chachamim. Rav Chananya ben Akiva, Rav Chananya ben Akiva says, Loi Amru El Yardin Ubasfina They only answered bringing this across the Jordan River in a boat, exactly like the story that happened. Now before we get to the story that happened, the Gemara says, Let's say the Rabbanan that answer all sorts of situations hold just like Beishamai and Rav Chananya ben Akiva. He answers only the particular situation that happened. He holds like Beishel. So the Gemara says, No, Amil Chabanan not the Amrin Afke Beishel. The Rabbanan would say we could also hold like Beishel. The only reason why Beishel was machmer in the case of the woman is Al Mishum Demirtas. That's because she's afraid that people are going to come and check her story and say that it's not true and that her husband really didn't die, and therefore we can believe her. But Makam Karayv, if she's in a place which is close by Mirtas, so she's afraid of being checked and called out in her life, therefore we'll believe her. But Makam Rachak, if she's coming from a faraway place, Loy Mirtas, she's not afraid that she's going to be called out on her life, and therefore we can't trust her. But Hach over here, in the case of the Jordan River, Maliyardin, Malishar Naharis. What does it make a difference if he's crossing the Jordan River, if he's crossing other rivers as well? All sorts of rivers should be usher, not only the Jordan. And Rukhanani ben Akiva, Rukhanani ben Akiva would tell you, I know the Amri Afla Beishamai. I would even agree to Beishamai. The only reason why Beishamai says in the case of the woman saying that her husband died, will believe her in all scenarios. That's because she's going to be really careful to investigate the situation and check into it to make sure that her husband died. That's why we're going to allow her to get remarried. Mali Makam Karv, Mali Makam Rachak. What does it make a difference if she's coming from a place that's close by or if she's coming from a place that's far away? But Hach over here, the whole reason why this should be usher is only because of a particular situation that happened. Since this particular situation happened on the Jordan River, on a boat, so then the Rabbanon were Gazer in such a case. In regards to all other rivers, this situation didn't happen with another river, so therefore the Rabbanon weren't Gazer. And now the Gemara asks, What exactly is the story that we're arguing about in the first place? There's a story, this fellow had this Mechatos and Eferchatos, and this is very precious because this is going to make people who are Tamei Meis Tahar, and he was bringing them across the Jordan River in a boat. And a kezayis of a dead person was found in the bottom of the boat, and this jar that had the Eferchatos and Mechatos now became Tamei, and now we weren't able to use them. So was at that time, they said, A person is not allowed to take Eferchatos and Mechatos and cross them across the Jordan River in a boat. And that's when Machlekes Rabban and Rav Hanani ben Akiva was surrounding Ari Machmir only for this particular instance, Ari Machmir and other similar instances as well. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up with a brand new Mishnah tomorrow, for now, Everyone should have a wonderful day.